Welcome back, playmakers and record breakers. It's the one and only 3D, triple D, however you want to say it, you dig. And I'm back at it with another one. Now, real quick, before we even get started with the podcast, let me tell y'all this real quick. We have a Twitter page. So, like, if y'all hate something I'm saying, hit me up on Twitter. If y'all want to say something good about the podcast, hit me up on Twitter. Or if you even want to be a part of the podcast, hit me up on Twitter. The Twitter name is What's Up Nation, you dig? Without further ado, I'm not going to waste no more of your time. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get straight into the podcast. What's up nation and we all across the nation Every time you hear this podcast just know it's a celebration NFL, NBA, every day is game day We are now going live What's up nation? We are now live and in full effect you dig And now, I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it I'm not even gonna hide it I haven't been posted <laughs> I've been very busy. It's getting close to that time of the year where things start to get a little jambled up and go a little crazy. With that being said, I'm not going to leave y'all hanging. I'm going to give y'all y'all area 14. I'm going to give y'all y'all backtracking. I'm going to give y'all you think so. And I'm going to also give y'all the keep going. So without further ado, I'm going to start it off right now with the area 14. It's going to be a little shorter than usual, but hey things happen so i ain't gonna play no games with you now we all know that injuries are horrible and if it was my way i would go into like the madden system because the nfl is rigged we all know it but anyways i would go into the madden system and turn off all injuries and just basically let players run around and just have fun you dig but it's real life and we can't do that so with that being said, we have, um, I guess you can now say former Cowboys, or my fault, a former Saints now. He's a former Saint because he injured himself at practice. You don't know who I'm talking about. His name is Des Bryant. So we all got to give Des Bryant our prayers because he once was an NFC East monster. He destroyed my Redskins a couple of times. And it's just glad to see him out of the East, at least. But he's still still in the NFC. But anyways, yeah, we got to pray for Des Bryant and wish him the best. We're going to keep it pushing to this little question that I have in my head. And I just was wondering if somebody could help me answer it. You know what? I can answer it for you. I'll answer it later on when I get to the backtracking. But are the Titans a playoff contender team? Simple. Keep thinking about that. We're going to keep it pushing to... If you don't know, now you know. Le'Veon Bell is not a stealer no more. Basically, well, he's not necessarily not a stealer no more, but he's not a stealer this year at least. He He's not coming back. He won't be playing football. So, this next upcoming season, we have a free agent monster to keep track of now. And his name is Le'Veon Bell. Now, there's a couple of teams he could potentially go to. And I'm going to tell you them, you know. I'm going to start off with the least potential. The Packers. Now, listen. To be honest, 
I just feel like if Aaron Rodgers gets Le'Veon Bell, that makes Le'Veon Bell Kyrie Irving. Simple. 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 That's all I'm going to say. Next, we have the Buccaneers could potentially get Le'Veon Bell. Now, yeah, you think about that. That's that's like, you know, kind of scary. But kind of not. Because the Bucks ain't got the Buccaneers, my fault. The Buccaneers don't have no quarterback. <laughs> James Famous is um an interception king. And then let me let me not get started on Fitz. I um, I guess you can call him magic now. It's definitely gone, whatever it was, yeah. <laughs> so if the Buccaneers got Le'Veon Bell, the only upside they would have is they'd be unstoppable. <laughs> Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, and then OJ Howard, and then you add a Le'Veon Bell. You might want to get go out there and get Odell or Julian Edelman to be the quarterback for that team. Because <laughs> Jameis Famous ain't cutting it. And Fitzmagic just is done. So, the next team he could potentially, could potentially go for. I can't talk today for some reason. That would be the Eagles. The Eagles. The freaking Eagles. Now, if that happened... In my eyes, that's like, that's kind of scary. Because Carson Wentz is a monster. And it's either defense wins championships or the quarterback wins the game. And if you give Carson Wentz, hopefully he doesn't have an injury. (laughs) If you give Carson Wentz a Le'Veon Bell... It's like the offense is a monster. The defense is horrible. <laughs> what what's next? Um, because you have Golden Tate and then you have Le'Veon Bell. Now what what would they do with a Jay Ajayi? I don't know. But that would be interesting interesting to see. Like I said, I can't talk today for some reason. The other another team that he could potentially go to, which to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. That is the Raiders. I say that because simply look at it. The Raiders just have too many holes, too many messed up things, right? Um, they have so many first-round draft picks that it wouldn't be dumb for them to be like, you know what, hey, here goes the first-round draft pick for Le'Veon. You know what I'm saying? My team's trash, and we need somebody to help us out. So, bam, Le'Veon Bill could definitely have out the Raiders. Next... We have the team that I don't know why I despise so much, but they just trash. It's it's the Jets. So basically, if you look at it like this, the Jets could be a pretty good team next year if they got Le'Veon Bell and fixed their defense. Just saying, just saying. But we're going to keep it pushing because I don't want to waste your time no longer. To the NFC East breakdown. If you don't know what that is, that's where I get to talk my mess. I'm a 
I'm a person that lives in Texas, but loves him some Redskins, right? How'd that go? Because I got the Texans and the Saints. Then San Antonio could potentially have a team in 10 years, so there go more haters. <laughs> so with that being said, Cowboys is in my division, and I know a lot of Cowboys. So I get to talk my mess about my Redskins. So without further ado, let me talk. My Redskins are the top of the division because we are 2-0 in the division and we also 6-3 in normal football. With that being said, the team under us, and that will forever be under us, and that's always trash, and I understand how they're even number two now, but I'm going to talk about it. And that is the Cowboys. They're 2-1 in the division and 4-5 and in like normal football like how that happened but anyways next we have the eagles oh it's so much i can say but i'm gonna continue to hold my breath and talk about the cowboys and the eagles in a couple of minutes so the eagles are actually one and one in the division and they're not going back to the super bowl i know i don't even know about the playoffs but they're four and five the next we have the also oh surprising not one and eight but two and seven Giants. They're zero oh and three in the division, but two and seven in normal football. So let's talk about it. With me saying the Giants last, somebody uh they hit my phone after the end of the Giants game. They said something that that just blew my mind. Like it completely blew my mind. Shout out to that boy Bristow for this one right here because he he might should be a comedian but this is what he said he said the giants could potentially no nah, he didn't say could potentially that's me adding on stuff he said the giants will go nine and seven when i mean he sent that to my phone and i looked at my phone like i almost passed out almost had to go to the hospital because that well, that killed me. Like, literally. He said the Giants are going to go 9-7. and Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Next, let's talk about these Eagles. Now, usually I would talk about a good thing and a bad thing about the Eagles. But it ain't nothing good to talk about the Eagles no more. It's just one question I want to ask. Could they potentially make it back to the playoffs? Because we all know the Super Bowl has been shot down, like, after they lost to the Cowboys. The Cowboys? You mean to tell me the Super Bowl champs, the reigning Super Bowl champs, lose to a team like the Cowboys? Anyways, keep... <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about the Cowboys. I don't even want to talk about those two trash teams. Let's talk about the Cowboys. After this recent dub over the Eagles... I've been getting a lot of hatred sent towards my phone. And, and, and it wasn't like my Redskins lost. It, it was it was simply the fact that they saying my Redskins is next. Like, I, I guess just it's something with the when the air goes cold and it gets close to Thanksgiving, I guess just like people get delusional. Cause first the, the Giants gonna go nine and seven. Then I got Cowboys fans texting my phones talking about we we 
we coming for for the Redskins next. And I'm not, I'm not. It's not, it's not like I'm scared or nothing. It's just like y'all four and five. Anyways, the ups about the Cowboys is they beat the Eagles. That's the best thing about it. The down about the Cowboys is can they keep it up? Can the Cowboys get a little win streak going, or or is just like normal? Mediocre, inconsistent, L after dub. <laughs> so what can the Cowboys do? Stay tuned. I'll tell you about that later. Next, my Redskins. The best team in this division. Top four team in the NFC. Hands down. Okay. With that being said, we're 6-3. and three. Coming off the dub. Not letting, I repeat, not letting those Tampa Bay Buccaneers get any points. Like, they couldn't get a touchdown. With that high-power offense, O.J. Howard. Yeah, I said it. With that boy, Deshaun Jackson. He should have decided to come to the Redskins before, you know, the trade deadline. And then you have Mike Evans. (laughs) He's just a monster of a receiver. So, with that being said, they couldn't get a touchdown. So, my, my Redskins defense is legit. Like, it ain't no, y'all okay, y'all y'all somewhat good. No, we good, point blank simple. So, that's the upside about the my Redskins. But the downside, for sure, is the offense. I, I'm not going to keep coming here and keep talking about my offense. I'm going to give some solutions. This is a simple solution right here. This upcoming draft, we're getting a receiver. Hands down, first-round draft pick is going to a receiver. And I want it to be one of these three players. Starting off, I, I really want it to be, but I know he won't be there to be able to pick be picked. And his name is Marquise Hollywood Brown, a.k.a. that Showtime receiver from Oklahoma. I want him, but I feel like he won't be on the board. Next, we have... That boy Harry from Arizona State. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. This previous Saturday, I watched his highlights. And he's a monster of a receiver. Like, I can't take nothing away from him. And I would love to see him in a Redskins uniform next year. He'd be perfect for check down. (laughs) Anyways, but the one that I hope that is a Redskins next year to complete what we have with Darius Geis and Alex Smith and to give him a receiver that he can grow with so whenever we need a good quarterback, we can go out and get a good quarterback so they can build that chemistry with the receiver and running back tandem that we have with the already amazing defense we have. With that being said, his name's A.J. Brown. He's from Ole Miss. I want him on my team. He's perfect for check down. Check down could throw him a little short, a little short slant pass, five yards. He will go out and get 15 more yards on that play. So I need AJ Brown on my team. But with that saying, being said, I'm gonna I'm end area 14 right here. But stay tuned, cause like I said, I'm gonna give y'all y'all backtracking. You think so? In the keep going. So you dig?
this right here, this right here is what I like to call backtracking. If you don't know what backtracking is, it's basically a recap of what is going on in the NFL in the previous week. So without further ado, let's get into it. So I'm going to start it off simple like this. Panthers versus Steelers. Steelers came out and stole that game, 52-21. Next, Cardinals versus Chiefs. Simple. Chiefs came out, 26-14, beat the Cardinals. But I was pissed off that game. Why on earth we got the Steelers out here scoring 52? The Saints out here beating the Bengals 51-14. But my Chiefs couldn't score. Not my Chiefs. Let me take that back. My part-time lovers, Chiefs, a.k.a. I've been cheating on my Redskins with the Chiefs. Why they only scored 26 against the Cardinals? But anyways, like I said, Saints beat the Bengals 51-14. Nobody care about them. Next, we have the Falcons versus the Browns. And I'm so glad Baker gets to say this. He whooped up on the Falcons. I'm so glad because the Falcons came up and they... They handed us an L last week, so I needed them to catch an L this week. So, shout out to the Browns for getting our revenge. Next, we got the Colts versus the Jaguars. Now, this one is kind of a shocker because at the end of the game, you would think the Jaguars would win it, but they didn't. The Jaguars' defense is not even saying anything anymore. So, with that being said, the Colts beat the Jags 29-26. Next, we have the Patriots versus the Titans. Now, I asked you this one question. And that one question was, are the Titans a playoff contender team? You know what I'm going to say? Keep listening. And we'll answer that question later. But the playoff, I mean, but the Titans went up against the Patriots, and the Titans whooped the Patriots. I mean, 34-10 whooped the Patriots. Next, we have the Lions versus the Bears, kind of like a fantasy little match. So, 22-34, the Bears live up on the Lions. No surprise. Matt Stafford got sacked 10 times last game. So, that's no surprise. They had Khalil Mack. You know Khalil Mack is going to get to Matt Stafford. But anyways... Next, we have the game everybody been waiting for me to talk about, which is the Redskins versus the Buccaneers. And let's just let it be simply known. My Redskins defense is no joke. We whooped up on the Bucks 16-3. We did not let them get in the end zone. Simple. Next, we have the Chargers versus the Raiders. 20-6. No surprise. We all know the Chargers is going to win. Next, Dolphins versus Green Bay. Now, you know, there's no surprise to this. Green Bay's been losing lately, and they got Aaron Rodgers, so they're not going to continue losing. So, Green Bay comes through and beat the Dolphins 31-12. Next, we have the Seahawks versus the Rams. Now, this one was a pretty close one. I'm not even going to lie to you. I wanted the Seahawks to win to kind of just knock the Rams down a little bit. Just a little bit. But the Rams win 36-31. to Next, the game that, oh, I couldn't wait to talk about. Both these teams are so trash that I'm not surprised I've, that they didn't end up in the tie. But the Eagles versus the Cowgirls, and it was the 
cowgirls turning into boys. So the cowboys now 27-20. They beat the Eagles. Next, the Giants versus the 49ers. I had to give y'all a moment of silence because this is really just a waste of time game. Like, the only reason why I watched it because I was hoping, like, say, like, Saquon was like, I'm done with this. I'm going to the Redskins or something. Or say Odell. So, yeah, Odell was like, you know what? Forget these Giants. I'm going to the Redskins. That's why I was hoping he was going to say that's why I was watching it. But it turned out that the Giants won 27 Whatever the 49ers scored, like, um, whatever. But to keep it pushing, I'm going to let y'all know who are the division leaders as of this week right now. That being said, in the AFC North, we have the Steelers. In the AFC East, we have the Patriots. In the AFC West, we have the 91 Chiefs, Super Bowl-bound Chiefs. In the AFC South, we have the Texans. Next, and then the NFC. Starting off with the North, we have the 6-3 Bears. NFC South, we have the Saints. NFC East, we have the best team in the NFL, my opinion, the Redskins. NFC West, we have the Rams. That being said, I'm going to end that there. I'm going to end that there. Like I said, I'm going to end that there. But make sure y'all stay tuned and keep listening because I got something else for y'all. If y'all want to know what that something else is, it is you think so and also to keep going. We also got to talk about the NBA, so we ain't done. You dig? So just keep keep listening. This right here is what I like to call you think so, where basically I just give y'all a bold prediction on who could possibly win in this upcoming week in the NFL. So without further ado, let's get into it. We have the Packers versus the Seahawks on Thursday. And, yeah, I know Aaron Rodgers is on the Packers, but I got the Seahawks beating the Packers because of Russell Wilson. Simple. Next, on Sunday at 12 to start the games off, we have the Bengals versus the Ravens. And, no surprise, I got the freaking Ravens, you dig? Next, we have the Buccaneers versus the Giants. Simple. I'm going to keep the Giants winning streak going on. They're going to they're gonna be 3-7. and seven. But 9-7 and seven is not possible. I got the Buccaneers hoping they can prove me wrong. Got the Buccaneers losing to the Giants. Next, we have the Cowboys versus the Falcons. Cowboys versus the Falcons. Cowboys versus the Falcons. I personally hope Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones and Matt Ryan... And Devontae Freeman come through and whoop up on the Cowboys. Because they beat us. So, I need them to keep that same energy. Because the Cowboys really trash. But anyways, next we have the Panthers versus the Lions. I'm not a Panthers fan. So, 
I'm going to keep it simple with y'all. The Lions are going to come in and beat the Panthers, even though we all know that's not going to happen. But next we have the Steelers versus the Jaguars. And I'm not even going to cap to you. I don't even know the Jaguars like, like I used to. I got the Steelers coming out on top against the Jaguars. You know what? I feel like they're going to try to score 60 points on the Jaguars. Just my opinion. Next, we have the Texans versus the Redskins. This should be everybody's must-watch game. Now, to be honest, (sighs) shout out to the homie Sean. I'm going to try to get him on the podcast next week because I got a feeling my Redskins going to beat the Texans, you dig? To end all the games off at 12, I'm not going to lie to you. It's the Titans versus the Colts. And I'm not going to lie to you. I got this one coming out in my books as a tie. Because both teams are good. Simple. But like I said, I got this one coming out in a tie. But the potential winner could be the Titans. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts win. Because like I said, it's a tie. Next, we have uh, Sunday at 3.05. The Broncos versus the Chargers. Now, shout out to the homie Earl, because I know that's a that's like a family rival, because I know his pops is a Broncos fan, and he's a Chargers fan. And you know what? The Broncos ain't showing me nothing, so I'm going to be with the homie Earl, and I'm going with the Chargers, you dig? So let's the, let the Chargers get this dub this week. Next, I got a who cares game. So basically, it's the Raiders are going to be playing patty cake with the Cardinals. And to be honest, I don't care who wins. So I'm not even going to give y'all a person who should potentially win because nobody cares. Next, at Sunday at 325, we have the Eagles versus the... We got the Eagles versus the Saints, y'all. And you know what? That being said, I can't bet against Drew Brees for some reason. I got the Saints beating the Eagles. And making the Eagles even worse trash. But anyways, at 7.20 to end all the games off on Sunday, we have Khalil Mack and his Bears versus my ex-quarterback, <laughs> Kirk Cousins. I I personally want Khalil Mack to get to Kirk Cousins so many times. But... I got the Bears beating the Vikings, hands down. There's nothing else to go with that. Now, we got the game, the Showtime game that everybody should be watching on Monday because it's not Sunday. It's the Chiefs versus the Rams. They're both 9-1. This could potentially be a Super Bowl matchup. Now, you would be dumb, stupid, and crazy not to expect for me not to pick the freaking Chiefs to win this game. Now, I know that the Rams have Aaron Donald, but you know what? It's just simple fact that Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt and Sammy, maybe Watkins, and Travis Kelsey, they're going to turn up this year. So, I got the Chiefs beating the Rams. The Rams will be 9-2, and two, and the Chiefs will be 10-1. But, anyways, 
if the Rams beat the Chiefs, if this is a Super Bowl matchup, be prepared for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, hands down. But I got the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl no matter what, unless my Redskins somehow make it to the Super Bowl. Now, if my Redskins make it to the Super Bowl, simple fact, I'm going to let y'all let it be known right now. It won't be shutting me up. But that's anyways. I got something for y'all. It's a little present. And it's the power rankings. The top 10 power rankings in the NFL. But I'm going to throw in the plus two. <laughs> You'll see why I'm throwing in the plus two. But we're going to start off with the number one team being the Saints. Number two team being the Chiefs. Number three team being the Rams. Number four team being the Chargers. Number 14 being the Chargers. That's a shocker. Number 15 being the Steelers. Number 16 being the Patriots. I feel like this is the lowest the Patriots have been in a long time. Number 17 being the Bears. Number 18 being the Vikings. The number 19 shouldn't be a factor, but the number 19 being the Panthers. My Redskins beat the Panthers. Number 10 team be the team my Redskins beat this week, a.k.a. the Texans. Number 11, Green Bay, my Redskins already beat. Number 12, my Redskins. Now, after this week, my prayers go up. And hopefully, after this week, y'all, that... I can come to y'all next week and say my Redskins are now a top 10 team because we have already beat the Panthers in Green Bay. The team that is in between those two are the Texans, and we want the Texans next, a.k.a. this week, hopefully. Because DJ's been, you know DJ is, DJ Swearinger is my free safety, and he's he's been on a rampage. The, the previous teams that didn't want him. It started off with the Cardinals because we got him from the Cardinals. The last team was the Buccaneers. His next team was the Texans. So with that being said, my defense is coming for the Texans. So hopefully after this, we can at least be top 10 team because we beat the Panthers and we beat Green Bay. We just got to beat the Texans next. But with that being said, I'm going to end it here and everything with the NFL for this week. And I'm going to keep it pushing to the NBA. Alright, we finna just jump into the Area 14 of... This is a little Area 14 and... What do you think so of what could happen on later on tonight? So, real quick, let's say this real quick. Prayers go out to that boy, C. Levert, because he went through a horrific injury, like my boy Gordon Hayward. But, you know what I'm saying? He should be back this fall, so speedy recovery is a must for him because we got to see him back on the court. He was he was a good up for for the Nets because that, was, that wasn't looking too good. But he came and he been hooping, so we need him back because I like watching him hoop. But next, we got to talk about this. And this is it's a little simple topic, but it's kind of a big thing for you Warriors fans. Now, listen, it's simple. Thirty sec- I mean, three seconds left on the clock. 
Draymond, Draymond Green gets the rebound. Should have passed it to KD, but still dribbles it down the court, right? Y'all both is tied up. This is against the Clippers. If you don't know and you're a Warriors fan, you're weird because you should know all about this. But anyways, look. Fumbles the ball overtime. Instead of passing it to one of the most lethal scorers in the game, she just passed it to KD. So that pissed KD off to the max. Listen, with that being said, you got KD mad at, you know, the only person anybody could ever get mad at. Draymond Green, duh. So, listen, it was said that they had one of the most heated heated arguments in the franchise history. So, it's interesting, you know what I'm saying? Now, what that it means for me as a Celtics fan, listen, point blank simple. I'm going to tell y'all how I feel about it, and then I'm going to give y'all my Big Bang Theory. So, that means... My Celtics are just going to slide in it after beating the Eastern Conference. We're going to slide in there, right? We're going to piss off Draymond Green. We're just going to worry about pissing off Draymond Green. Then when we piss him off, we got the finals locked up in the bag. Because Kyrie is going to be on Curry. KD, I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. He's going to get locked up. By a double team with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Gordon Hayward will lock up Clay Thompson. Hopefully, DeMarcus Cousins is not a factor because if he is, Al Horford got him locked up. Then, you know, that's it. That's it. We're just going to piss off Draymond Green. So, there goes my mindset and how I feel about this little situation. But, anyways, yeah. So, Y'all going to lose it against the Clippers. Like, you know, the Clippers is like the little sore in your team. I mean, a little sore in your foot. It's like, you you got a sore in your foot. And you, you got to still, like, do everything you're doing in life. But look, it hurts because you got a little foot, like, foot sore. So that's what the Clippers are. And the Clippers actually won. So it's like, dang, that sore is a little bit more than you thought it was. You might got to sit out. <laughs> so, yeah, the Clippers beat the Warriors in a good overtime game, you know what I'm saying, because of Draymond Green, and like I said, that leads on to my theory about my Celtics sliding in and winning, but anyways, we gonna keep it pushing to my Big Bang Theory, listen, KD said it himself, so I'm just going off of, and I'm expounding on what he said, he said, as he was going on the court to start the overtime, he said, this is why I'm leaving, basically, I know he didn't say that exactly, but he said something along that, right? So look, he's leaving this free agency, and this is where he's. He, these are three spots he's going to. And hear me out: Lakers, listen, Pelicans, the other one, Knicks. Listen, I'm starting off with the Knicks. Knicks because look, he already said it, and plus that means look, if he goes to the Knicks, Jimmy Butler could say, you know what? I don't like the East because the Celtics just too cold. So I'm going to go back to the West and I'm going to go to the Knicks with KD, right? So Jimmy Butler could potentially go to the Knicks too. But look, if KD goes to the Knicks, this is free agency. Look, he'll go to the Knicks and he'll start his own legacy. Next thing you know, KD is, you know, whoever y'all might want him to be, KD could be that. Now moving on to the Pelicans. Why the Pelicans? Look, he was pissed off by Draymond Green. And he see... And he see that all Anthony Davis, he really don't need nobody. But 
if Anthony Davis got a shooter like him, he's like, shoot, that's that's somebody that could put up with the Celtics because the Celtics just cold. So he's like, the Pelicans is an option, right? Then my last one, but not least, the Lakers. He's like, okay, I see in the playoffs, the Lakers almost had us, but, you know, I was the reason why we won in the playoffs. So look. I'm going to go to the Lakers because I'm known to switch up on the team, right? I'm going to go to the Lakers just to piss off Draymond Green and to hold Draymond Green in the final so I can win. So those are my three teams he could potentially go to. But anyways, now I got to talk about this Eastern Conference because, you know, if I like the NFC East, then I got to tell y'all the Eastern Conference breakdown. So I got a little Eastern Conference, you know, equation for y'all to sit back and listen to. I'm going to give that to y'all later. We got to talk about this. Jimmy Butler, a.k.a. Jimmy Get Buckets, is now the 76ers. What does that mean for me? As a Celtics fan, look, it doesn't mean nothing. I'm not really scared, but it's, it, it hurts to see it. Like, why? Like, Kawhi and Jimmy Butler in the same year just decide to come over to the East? Like, why? Y'all couldn't go to nowhere in the West, just had to come to the East. That's That sucks. So, we got to deal with them two now. But anyways, Jimmy Butler is now a 76ers. Let me break down this situation. Let me start off by saying, Jimmy Butler is well known as one of those players you can't get along with on the court. Because he asks for too much and he doesn't, like, he, you know, he, he asks for a lot. As in a, being a basketball player. And look at it. <clears throat> he was just on the T-Wolves. But he came from the Bulls to the T-Wolves, right? So look at it. Now he is on the 76ers with two players, two well-known players that, who know, aren't, well, you know, they're not the best of friends. They don't hang out after practice. They're not best friends. So we all know Simmons and Embiid aren't best friends. So basically, with Jimmy Butler coming in, do y'all think he can mix? I'm going to just let that question linger in the air. And with that also being said, look, point blank simple is <clears throat> the T-Wolves got, for Jimmy Butler, Sarge, in Covington, basically three-point assassin, simple. Them dudes know how to shoot the three-point. Now, for the T-Wolves, with them being added onto the roster of the T-Wolves, is that a big deal or not? I don't know. I, I think it might be something serious, but I guess we'll have to see. But... Jimmy Butler is officially a 76. So look, to keep it pushing, let's talk about it. I gotta talk about Melo. Then we gonna we gonna get into this Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I mean Eastern Conference equation. So look, Melo, he's a cancer. He's a great basketball player. Don't get it twisted. Top 50, hands down. But look. He ain't got no ring. The Rockets saying he ain't helping the team out. Okay, C said he wasn't what it was up. So, look, should Melo retire? Should Melo retire? I mean, he didn't got to the point where he said he'll take the bench. He said he will take the bench. 
And you see that he's playing for the Rockets, but they saying he's a cancer. Now look. Should he retire? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my little two cents in and I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how y'all feel about this. Let me know, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at what's up nation. W-Z-U-P Nation, you dig? Now, the question is this. <clears throat> Would y'all be okay seeing Melo in the Celtics jersey? Cause I feel like I kinda would. I mean we we need a veteran. I, I've been hearing Coach say we need somebody to you know just hold us up. Now with him coming off the bench, look, Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, Markeith Morris, I think Daniel Thotis or Aaron Baines, one of them, one of those centers coming off, the, or Robert, even Robert Williams coming off the bench with Melo. Does that not sound like a, a little good tandem, Melo? Then Melo can finally get him a ring. But look, I might just be thinking too much. But I wouldn't mind seeing Melo on my Celtic squad. But anyways, now let's get into this Eastern Conference equation. So look, I'm going to start off by saying Joel Embiid is known for having real estate in a couple of people's minds. I can say in Miami and also in Detroit. If you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Hassan Whiteside and also Drummond in Detroit. So look, with him saying that, that leads me to think about my equation in my head. My Celtics have basically some real estate in his head. He didn't got to the point to where they're just, he said it. In a live interview, he said they're just good, and I don't think it's a rival. You know what I'm saying? That's what he said. He's scared. He's scared. But look, let me break it down to you. The 76ers, with the weapons they have now, an Embiid, a Simmons, and a Butler. With the 76ers having that, plus the Bucks, even though Giannis is getting a three-pointer. So... The Bucks with Giannis with a three-pointer. The Greek Freak with a three-pointer. Plus, right, hold on, the Raptors. The Raptors with Kawhi Leonard. I'm still adding on because you got to keep adding on to the equation, right? That's the best way to go. Don't ever subtract, right? So, plus Kawhi and the Raptors, right, equals this simply right here. Because no other team in the East is a threat. So, those four. No, my fault. I can't even count, y'all. Those three teams. Them three teams right there. Are the only three teams I'm worried about the Easter Conference. And the reason why I added them up. Simply because of this fact right here. Watch this. All that equals. Celtics 2018-2019 Eastern Conference Champs. Simple. That's simple math right there if you didn't know. That's like 2 plus 2 plus 2. If you don't know what that equals, I can't help you. No, it's not 4. But add 2 more to that. That's 6. So, bam, look at that. <laughs> Don't mind that math. But anyways, as simple as that, the 76ers plus the Bucks plus the Raptors equals Celtics 2018, 
2018, 2019 Eastern Conference champs. But look, I'm going to keep it pushing to the games that are going on tonight. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to give y'all this. I had to give y'all this. So look, let's start it off with this. Today at 6 o'clock, we have Jimmy Butler's first appearance in a 76ers jersey going up against Mo Bama, or you can say Aaron Gordon Magic. Now, mind you, the 76ers are already 9-6 without Jimmy Butler, okay? So, it's not like the T-Wolves were there, like, I think 5-9 with with Jimmy Butler or with some, you know what I'm saying? So, they're doing pretty good without him. Let's see what he can, they can do with him. I'm hoping they can lose. But anyways, going up against the Magic, the Magic is 6-8. Now, I'm not going to lie, the Magic have a good young team with them. They have Jonathan Isaac, who... Yeah, as everybody doesn't know him yet, but we gonna we gonna know his name. Then you got Mo Bama. I promise you, when he hit that point where he like Ben Simmons and said, "I gotta get big," it's another story. Then you got this. Guess who you got? Then you got Aaron Gordon. Now I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I'm not a big fan of him. I wasn't at first because. His dunk almost took Zach Levine's title. I ain't gonna lie to you. He almost took it when he dunked over the mascot. But he he cold now, so I give him his props. So Aaron Gordon is what it is. Aaron Gordon is cold. So that whole little team right there is gonna be cold. But anyways, they play at six. Next we have at six thirty. Zach Levine, who I just spoke of, you know what I'm saying? That's my that's really my creative player that the NV, NBA just made. Like, I don't know how they made him and put him in the NBA. But anyways, yeah. Zach Levine going with he with the Bulls. That's 9 and they 4 and 10. My fault. They might be 4 or 9. I can't write right. But anyways, they're going up against my Celtics. But you already know who's going to win. Celtics is 7 and 6. So, we got this one in the bag. But anyways... Next, we have my second favorite team in the NBA. We had the Pelicans. As you know, my Pelicans, 7-6. and six, You know what I'm saying? We got that assassin, Drew Holiday. And then we got the monster, Anthony Davis. And don't let me get started about the rest of the team. But anyways, you know what I'm saying? Both my teams, Celtics and the Pelicans, you know how we rock it. To be honest, I'm saying it right now. The Pelicans are going to the, the finals. So it's going to be the Celtics versus the Pelicans in the finals. Hands down. Point blank period. Anyways, the Pelicans are going up against the T-Wolves without Jimmy Butler. So the T-Wolves are now 5-9 and nine without Jimmy Butler. Plus two three-point monsters. So let's see what they can do going up against my Pelicans. Anyways, at 9-30... This one is, this this game keeps happening in my mind. I keep seeing it because I think it's probably about the third time they didn't play. It's the Trailblazers versus the Lakers. LeVon James versus the two monsters during the regular season. But when it gets to the playoff seasons, I don't know what happened to them. CJ McCollum and Dane Lillard. I'm saying so I ain't gonna lie to you 
with the Pelicans and the T-Wolves, I got the Pelicans. With the with the 76ers and the Magics, I got the Magics. And, you know, with the Bulls and the Celtics, I got the Celtics, duh. But with the Blazers and the Lakers, that's hard. That's real hard. Because I'm starting, I'm ta- I'm starting to respect LeBron. So, I got to go with the Blazers. Shout out to that boy Bristol. He, he the one that said the, the Giants going to go 9-7. to <laughs> But, yeah. So, I got the Blazers. And to end it all... This game is going to be played on Friday at 6 o'clock. We got the 12 and 2 Raptors going up against my 8 and 6 Celtics because we're going to beat the Bulls today. You already know who I got winning, but I just wanted to say that. But I'm finna end it all off with keep going. So I'm glad you've been listening. Keep listening. You dig? Hey y'all, so I know I've been saying I'm gonna have a YouTube channel, I'm gonna do a reaction channel, I know I've been saying all that, but I ain't done it yet. But look, the wait is no more. On Saturday, I will start my cooking channel on YouTube. Y'all probably be like, why are you doing a cooking channel if you got a sports podcast? Look, I'm combining cooking and and sports together because look i don't know about y'all but after i i record an episode your boy be hungry so i'd be like shoot let me go hang let me cook something up real quick so that's what i'm going to be doing this saturday so stay tuned like i said add me on twitter the link is gonna be on twitter for sure add me i mean it's going to be on YouTube, too, at What's Up Nation, W-Z-U-P, Nation, you did. You know how you know how we get down. But anyways, I'm going to end it off like this right here. This is what I like to call Keep Going, where I give, you know, just a little motivation. Just keep going in life. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Now, this one is short and simple and straight to the point. And it's something like this. It's so good, I'm going to have to repeat it two times. But it's something like this. You cannot deposit excuses. Let that sink in. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it one more time. You cannot deposit excuses. So every excuse you can come up with, you're not getting paid off that. You can't take it to the bank. So what's it doing for you? You know what I'm saying? So let that sink in. But it's your boy 3D Triple D. However you wanna say it and. I'm out.